What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is... The Morning Rush. The Morning Rush. With Travis Justice and Heather Burnside. This is 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station. John, do you feel like less of a man today? Do you feel like you're slumming it? Yesterday, you're all decked out in a suit with a red power tie. You're in elementary schools learning how to read. I mean, teaching kids how to read. <laughs> and now you're you're back in the chair, pushing buttons. Hat on backwards. Hat on backwards. Hoodie. It's like you live two lives. Yeah, yesterday I lived a different life. And, uh, How was it being mayor for the day in Hanover Park, Illinois? It was really cool. It was a really cool experience. What was the, the classroom visit for? Uh, well, every, uh, every week um, the mayor goes to these ele- all, you know, the elementary schools around the area or in the town, and he you know, visits, sees the principals, makes sure everything's going great. And then, um, so you got to speaks, do that yesterday. Yeah, and he speaks, or he reads um, every week to um, a first-grade class. Okay. So, so right about your level of education. Yes, yeah, I mean, peers. it was perfect. Like, I fit in perfectly with these kids um, as far as educational-wise. Um, we were on the same level. You know, I knew some, some of the things that they would refer to. I was, you know, with them on it. I agreed. So it was all good. Did you get to sign a proclamation? Did no, you get no a, proclamation. Did you yeah, get, did no. you get a, a certificate? I did get a certificate. Yep, yep. What's it's, in a, it's in a frame. It's uh, it was you know Sean Roberts, Man for Day, official Village Seal. Um, it's in a frame. It's in my it's on my bedstand now, now. because you you were in Hanover Park yesterday, um, which is a long way, what, seven hours away from here. Nobody nobody probably listens to you there, and those kids certainly don't. Did you embellish your resume at all? And what I mean by that is, did you just totally leave out that you're a personal banker by day and kind of just say, I'm the host of a morning show in Des Moines? No, no. Um, you were perfectly honest with him? The mayor, uh, the mayor, you know, when, when he introduced me, you know, he was, you know, Sean's from, he's a Han- he's from Hanover Park. He went on, he graduated college. Um, he works. That must a, be a big deal in Hanover Park. <laughs> well, he work, he works for a radio station now. He's also a personal banker. So it was kind of like a, you know, you can... Grow up in Hanover Park and go on to do... And make something of yourself. Yeah, you can go and do stuff. You can still have to work multiple jobs. But hey, I mean, it... So I was, it was it was kind of cool. It was it was a cool experience. I'm happy I got to do it. And, uh, yeah. Did you happen to see the book he was reading? Uh, I saw the book. I couldn't see what it was. I am uh, tweeting it out right now. And I would like the Morning Rush listeners to finish the sentence that I'm going to, to tweet out here. <laughs> 
there was one picture where the mayor was reading and Sean was paying attention like the kids. And I said, I'm speechless. Look at Sean looking to read. Look yeah, at we, read. we we split. We did we did two uh, two books. Well, he did three books. I did two books. So. so the book that he was reading is Chimps Use Sticks. That book was confusing to me. I didn't get why. <laughs> I thought it was too, for first grade, I thought it was a little too advanced. So chimps use sticks. Sean uses blank. <laughs> Seriously, confusing you book. You thought that the, Cause, <laughs> the book all right, was confusing. Because it explains, like, you know, how, how chimps use sticks to eat, pretty much. Okay. So they sit there and have to break open the sticks so they can stick it into beehives and eat the honey or bees, whatever they're eating. It seems pretty first grade but level. But it was just, uh, it was confusing to me. I thought chimps just stuck their hands Sean, in stuff. life and then, is confusing I know, but I thought they just stuck their hands in stuff, and then here we here we go. And oh, God. You are adorable. I actually learned something yesterday by reading that monkey book. <laughs> that monkey book. Chimpanzee book. Uh, I don't, well, ch- yeah. Chimps use sticks. This is amazing. Sean learned something by going back to first grade. Somebody said on the on your feed it was like Billy Madison all over again. Yeah. <laughs> but there are also plenty of people, Travis, that said, that's a great honor, that's Sean. True. We're proud of you. Heather and Travis, don't give him a hard time when he comes into work tomorrow. <laughs> well, it's too late for that. I, I, I'm sure there's plenty of Illinois people who are like, who are these people that just are making fun of him like this? No, they're they're right there with you. It's okay. They all listen. According to him, like half of Hanover Park listens to this show. Yeah. So we have huge iHeart Radio app numbers in, in Hanover Park, is what you're saying. Yeah. And I was delayed again yesterday. Like you, I was listening to, I was listening to the show when I was getting ready and or I, especially when I got off the phone with you guys and it was delayed a little bit. Yeah. Dang it. Joining in on conversations. See, you know that. Most people probably won't know that. Joined in in the middle of a conversation. Okay, people will notice that. Yeah. Was your dad proud yesterday? Was it a dad proud? I think he, I think he really was. I think he was he was a proud father. Um, you know, I got to I got to take a picture. I, I have a couple other pictures I haven't posted yet, but I have a a picture of me sitting in his village trustee seat. So and he's standing behind me. So it's it's kind of a cool a picture. village trustee seat. Yeah, that's like a city councilman, right? Yeah. Does that look like a throne? It sounds pretty elaborate. It's a big chair, but it's I mean. I don't think it's anything. Too Is that crazy. an elected position to yes. be a trustee? Yeah, he actually, yeah, he went unopposed. This uh, he's been in all nobody can touch. Yeah, I think right. eight years. The last the eight, he's experience. been there the last eight years, and yeah, it's not even close. That's not a full time gig, is it? No, no, it's part time. Does he get paid for that? Yes, it's wow. nothing crazy. Does he get bennies? No, like they do here in Iowa. No. For- Did he get the state bennies of that? And no, get the, city the mayor. Uh, I think the mayor does, but not. not is the mayor a full time job? Uh, yes. So do they have a mayor or a city administrator? Because sometimes you have the mayor, which is kind of a symbolic deal, and then the city administrator who really runs or the everything. city manager. Yeah, the yeah. Ci- yeah. There's a city manager, uh, and then so there's the mayor. Yep. So he's really just kind of mayor de facto. I mean, he doesn't really have any decision making. I love about. how you're describing our towns, and it's true in a way. <laughs> they're, they're, our towns are kind of like England. Like the mayor is like the queen, and the, the real government is it's elsewhere. The prime min- yeah, and then you get the prime minister in parliament. Is what it comes down to. <laughs> and I understand True. that. I understand that. Hey, look, I've... Oh, Black and Cardinal says, chimps use sticks, Sean uses Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> you got to admit, that's awesome. 
Oh, Sean. Well done, Black and Cardinal. That, that's very good. That's very good. Well, Sean, it's good to have you back. I, I will say this. You did look like an elected official yesterday. Do you, you know who you looked like? And, and I'm going to say his name wrong because I forget because he's been out of the news for so long. But you looked like a young, what, Blag, Blagdanovich? Blago? Blagojevich. Blagojevich. Please don't refer to me you as You looked like a young Blago- oh. Blagojevich. Go look at it. All you need to do is, is puff your hair out a little bit more, and you are... And you're Blagojevich. That's not a compliment. It's not. I know it's not. I want nothing. Why? Come on, man. Because that's what you looked like. I'm just saying you, you had that cheesy used car salesman. You're going to be a city councilman someday. That's the flow. Is that the Part flow? Part of it is the flow. Like his hair looks almost plastic in some of these photos. I so rarely see it without a hat on his head that I'd kind of forgotten what it looks like when he gets it all poofed up. He went with the Donald Trump power, power red tie. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was going to go either gold tie or red tie. I was like, I got to go red. But here. I was proud of you with the shoes. Actually, I was proud of you with the shoes because for some reason guys think this is fashionable, and I'm not Mister. I know where you're going with this. For some reason, when you wear a dark suit, either dark gray, dark blue, dark black, of course, black is dark in general. Um, they'll wear brown shoes. Uh I'm not a brown shoe guy. No, either am I. I'm not a brown shoe guy. I, I'm a black shoe guy, yep. and I was proud of you yesterday. I, I thought of all the fashion statements you you accomplished yesterday, uh, that was the one I was I most stood up proud for of. the black shoe kind yeah. of guy, and that's yeah. what I did there. There were so many people that were proud of you. From the Royal Mile inbox, um, Christopher <laughs> Lee says, is the town still standing? It is. It is. It is. Um, NB says, he's got my vote. Nate says, Hanover Park's done worse, and I say this as an Elgin native. <laughs> Tim says, congrats, Sean. Quite an honor for you. Big Morning Rush fans enjoy listening to you, even though Travis and Heather bully you at times. We do not bully Sean. And what did I, what, did you get my response to that? I said, I said that, you know, I said they love me deep down. Half the time I do it to myself. Gene says, so fun to see. How fun for him. Now go easy on him when he gets back. We are. We're trying to be easy on him. We go easy on him until he opens Look, his mouth. Yeah, when I, I when just he, said, he hey, says, you were reading Chimps Use Sticks, and he's like, I found that book to be quite <laughs> advanced. Too much so, almost for me, much less a class of first graders. That is the kind of comedy that you can't prepare for with Sean. Where he it's, admits it's, that he learned something from the book Chimps Use Sticks. Yep. Up next, Sean will read Goodnight Moon. It's a good book. <laughs> yeah, when you're four. But it is a good book. All right, Travis, I got to eat some crow here. You're going to eat some crow? This is going out to Brian. Okay. Who before, like, this is a, at a quarter till. No, it was maybe even earlier than this. It was maybe a quarter till when I saw it. Looking forward to Heather talk more about Tiger Woods and how there was no way he wasn't drinking and dropped the .0 blood alcohol content. Based on the information that I had yesterday, which was he refused breathalyzer tests, um, and he seemed to be somewhat combative, and it was three in the morning, yeah, I was a little skeptical that there was absolutely no alcohol involved. Here's what you say, Heather. You don't have to eat crow. Here's what you say. I had an opinion. My opinion was wrong. And that's it. And, that, and that's all you have to say. I mean, hell, 
you sit there and look at it, and I sat there and thought, well, it's just the drugs. But we even had a couple of people call the show and go, Trav, you're just focusing on the drugs too much. You really think there wasn't any alcohol? And I, no, I admitted that it was probably more than likely that it was a combination yeah. of drugs and alcohol. I am yeah. really shocked that considering... For the how messed up he was. I mean, look, at he, he had two flat tires. He had damage to his front and rear bumpers. He was asleep at the wheel. And you're going to think he must have been, he didn't just pop like one pill each. No, it, it, he was, I think, if I remember from the police report correctly, he had said that he had had a combination of drugs, which is the first thing that you shouldn't do. Uh, there was. I read an article that said that there was a woman that uh, took some Valium when she was waiting to have back surgery. Yeah, and she's like, my brief experience on Valium should be proof positive that any of us could be Tiger Woods because she described a couple of nights. First of all, like when she took the first Valium the first night, she goes, it was amazing. But then after a while, you it's you need more to get the same effect, right? And you. You sometimes forget after you've taken enough that you took it. She goes, one night I woke up on the bathroom floor and I had absolutely no idea how I got there. And that's just on Valium. So I I guess I can understand what's going on with Tiger. Maybe he was even sleepwalking his way out to his car. Tiger told the cops that he was on four meds, but currently taking three, which included Vicodin, and Turex, I think it was called, which is an anti-inflammatory. Yeah. For as many back surgeries as he's had, we should not be surprised that he has may have a, a dependency on painkillers. Just based on the information I had at this time yesterday alone, I was a little skeptical that he wasn't drinking too. Hey, you know what? As long as you can admit, yeah, I was wrong. But that, yeah, I was wrong. Yeah. That's all you got I was admit. skeptical of his statement, which said there was no alcohol involved. Even though, Tiger, that still doesn't make it right. You were impaired. It stands for driving under the influence or driving while impaired. Well, that also means you make bad decisions when you're impaired. Everett. Hey, good morning, Travis. We just, we just passed laws about texting and driving, and people haven't had anything to drink, and people are dying. When you are behind the wheel, you've got a 3,500-pound or 3,800-pound vehicle at your disposal. It's just like carrying a loaded gun. Thank God he didn't interfere in the life of some other family. Or Totally or, agree uh, with you. Totally agree with you, Everett. The alcohol is irrelevant. Whatever impairs you, just as Heather said, uh, you know, you can, you can do as much damage Everett, wow. I, get, I get more nervous watching women put on makeup on their way to work sometimes. You ever see that? You're driving down the road and somebody's putting on eyelashes. You're like, what are you doing? One that really bugs me, and I used to travel in sales for a living, and, it, you know, people sitting there with a steer, uh, going 85 mile an hour back when the speed limit was high, and here they got a book on their <laughs> steering wheel reading the I've seen guy. that, too. I know. That's crazy. Thanks, well, thanks, thanks Everett. Everett. He's right. There yeah, are but- so many different ways that you can end up hurting and killing people behind the wheel of a car. This is just one of them. So, you didn't really have to eat crow. But it was nice of you just to say, hey, I had an opinion it was wrong. 
but we're going to get the dash cam video today. And that's uh, that is going to be amazing. I'm telling you, if Florida, if Juniper, Florida wanted to make some money, they would like say, hey, pay for access to this because people would pay for that left and right. Although now I'm already starting to feel a little guilty. I've read I read several columns, pieces yesterday that were lecturing people about enjoying Tiger's downfall. Listen, I'm not enjoying Tiger's downfall. I'm not. I know people. Now, do we wanting to see the dash cam is in a way taking some enjoyment or laughing at his. Listen, if I didn't see the dash cam, I could live. I just know there's the problem is the dash cam video is never going to go away. And it's going to be everywhere as soon as it drops. I don't take play. I I look for the humor and everything. And people can say that may be disrespectful or wanting his downfall. No, I just try to laugh about things because if you can't laugh about things, you go crazy. And there are there there is there is something. I mean, just look at his eyes in the mugshot. People are talking about how that will be the that will be the face of Tiger Woods for as long as he lives. I don't think so. I still think people will look at Tiger and see the guy who won fourteen majors. Then they'll see the guy has eyes going different ways because he's stoned, stoned, stoned. Who's up this morning? Get ready. It's time for Who's Up, Who's Down with the Morning Rush on 1460 KXNO. Des Moines Sports Station. Who's up for you? The Iowa Wolves are up for me. Iowa Wolves. Say goodbye, Iowa Energy and the sweatshirts that I just bought this past season. It's time to buy some Iowa Wolves merchandise. All that has to happen then is when the Cubs contract runs out, the Twins become... Uh, the Des Moines Twins or the Iowa Twins, and will be fully assimilated into the Minnesota way of life. Yikes. Well, anyway, I was just a little disappointed that they didn't go ahead and call them the D-Wolves. <laughs> I thought that would have been really clever, a play on the D-League, yeah. their affiliation now, their exclusive affiliation with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Tom Thibodeau was there yesterday. Sean? Saw that. I saw Ibs. the video, yeah. He's a very joyful man. No, he's not. He's uh, enjoying life away from Garpax, it would seem. Yeah, so am I yeah, right he's now. Pissed. It's great. He had, to, he had to drive through Ames to get to Des Moines. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think they drove down or you think they took the private they jet? They took the private jet. Yeah, then they had to fly over Ames. Somebody said, look it. I think that this is actually, and I saw some people that were up in arms that the Iowa Energy you know, is going away. They did win a D-League championship. They have been around for a while, and now they're being relabeled. But prior to the partnership with the Grizzlies, the Wolves had been affiliated with seven different NBA teams. The Iowa Energy had had several different affiliations, including sharing some affiliations between NBA teams. I think this is hopefully going to be a good thing when you have your allegiance to one NBA system. I wish it was the Bulls. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to interrupt you in the middle of the yawn. Yeah, I know. I said I wish it was the Bulls. Yeah. Well, Minnesota's Minneapolis, the Twin Cities, just a little closer than Chicago. I get that. I get that. But do you think Central Iowans, and honest to God, you help me out here, have a deep passion for Timberwolves basketball, even wild hockey? I get the proximity. But when it comes to those sports teams, do you think they're – I still think it's – in the NBA, it's the Bulls. I think with the hockey, it's it's the, the Blackhawks. Um, you tell me. 
I would say basketball wise, it's Bulls. I get more of a Bulls feel than yeah. Timberwolves. I don't hear I do any, anyone. Really I don't ever hear anybody talk talking about the Timberwolves. I will but. say that I believe the Wild brand is growing because of the because Iowa of the Wild. Iowa Wild. Yes. But, but I'm saying before that happened, then no, it was stra- yeah. as far as I know, it was either Blackhawks, maybe some Blues. Yeah. And by the way, I, I take back, I, they should have called them the G-Wolves because I keep forgetting that it's going to be the NBA Gatorade League, the NBA G-League at the start of the 2017-2018 season. a little bit like the G-Spot. G-Wolves. I like it. Jake Arrieta's up for me. What'd Jake Arrieta do? Jake Arrieta went on the radio yesterday in Chicago and said exactly what I said yesterday on this show. The only difference is he's Jake Arrieta carries a bigger stick. And we were talking about fighting in Major League Baseball and how I like it. It's kind of a breath of fresh air. People like to see it. It's good for the game. And this is what Jake Arrieta said yesterday on the radio. I don't think anybody's right or wrong. I think I thought it was awesome. You know, every once in a while, uh, it's refreshing to see uh, two teams emotionally, like, charged, getting after it. And, and when, when something like that happens, um, Versus continuing to chirp and talk about it, why don't you go out there and see somebody? And if two guys want to want to go see each other, let them be in the middle, let them throw some punches, and then then break it up. Well, I'll be honest. If, if it's my catcher, I want him to wait and, and give me an opportunity to do a little damage. <laughs> huh? I'm okay with that. Love that. That's a breath I, I of like fresh that. air. I like that. When we go to a hockey, come get some. When we go see hockey, we want to see a fight, right? And I'm not saying we want to see a fight every night in baseball, but you kind of like it. Does kind of just loosen it up a little bit. I like the passion, it fired me up. Arietta said he's never been charged. I wouldn't charge Jake Arietta. I'm just saying, or if I do, I'd better be carrying a big stick. Who's down for you? Scott Pelley. Have you heard about this? No. He is out at the CBS Evening News. Shut up. Not kidding. What happened? Um, and I guess this starts or started yesterday. He's going back to 60 Minutes full time. But page six is saying that Poison Pelly had his office cleaned out Tuesday while he was on assignment for 60 Minutes. Um, poor relationship between him and CBS News President David Rhodes. They say it's been a long time coming. I actually thought he was pretty good. Lester Holt's kicking everybody's butt right now, but I didn't. I didn't have a problem with Scott Pelley. No, either did I. Wow, CBS News. It's been a joke for a long time. They've had it. They've had a hard time filling that seat. I know. Was it Katie Couric before him? Ooh, I think so, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Scott Pelley. Bye-bye. Wow. The NL Central's down for me. No kidding. The NL Central has lost a combined 13 straight games. Everybody in the, in the NL Central is on a losing streak. The Cubs just happen to have the longest at five in a row, including losing last night again to at San Padres. Diego. To the Padres. See what happens when you dress in the 70s? 70s weren't a good decade for the Cubs. They should have never d- dressed like they were back in the 70s. <laughs> That's a true statement. Just saying. Two eight four five nine six six. Interact with us on the Royal Mile inbox at KXNO Morning Rush. Mayor of the day, Sean, is back in the house. Later on, we're going to have some ladies in studio. Some women cops are going to they're going to pull a plane.
Yeah. And then Kyle Peterson from ESPN and D1Baseball.com scheduled to join us at 7.30 to talk about the upcoming NCAA baseball tournament, including the Hawks in the Houston Regional. It's all coming up in the morning rush on 1460 KX. Runners take off again. Albert drives one out the left. There she goes. Number 599, and the Angels have a 3 2 lead. That gem of a play was the morning rush play of the day. Brought to you by Fiscus Diamond Jewelers on 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station. Crap, I forgot to get it on this day in sports history. I knew I... Little boy. I knew I forgot about something. Damn it. So my son went to the G-spot yesterday, Sean. Yeah? I think he had a good time. I haven't talked to him. I texted him and said, did you make it? He said, yes. I said, at least, you know, send me a picture of what your seats. And I sent it to Heather. I would have sent it to you, but you have a crappy cell phone, so you wouldn't have gotten the You picture. can uh, message me on Facebook. Oh, okay. But I, he had pretty good seats, didn't he, Heather? Yeah. I mean, he was right behind the first base line. He had great seats. It and then like his... a beautiful night. He saw, I turned on the game, and it was 7-6 to six, so he, in the fifth inning, so he'd already seen plenty of offense. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the pitching matchup that everyone thought it was going to be. No. And then I know his mom was waiting up all night to make sure that he made it to her sisters, so I didn't hear anything. So I just assume he made it back to Muscatine last night, which is cool. Now, I didn't find this out till last night. His buddy that he was going with, his parents were a little worried about the south side of Chicago, and I don't blame them for being a little worried. So online they purchased them a parking pass. So they had a parking pass when they got to the stadium. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much it's one a of good those idea. costs. It's, a, it's, it's the same you as You know the, what? You can't put a price on safety. It's the same as Not with two 17-year-olds. Same as parking in the parking lot. They just paid a little extra to get closer to the stadium. Okay. I mean, you're in the parking lot. It's just a couple rows. You know, there's like it's like VIP parking. So they left here about 1040 yesterday, 1045. And they were in their seats by 630, which I think is pretty good time. Yeah. Um, I know Anjanette talked to him or was texting him. He just said that uh, traffic was interesting. <laughs> see, Owen's never been to Chicago oh, before. Oh, yeah. See, he would have been. They would have been, been just right at rush hour. 9094, about, uh, about probably 430. about 4.30. Oh, man. That's a parking <laughs> lot. He ain't getting that. That's, see, that's where you got to know the side streets to be able to get down to the south side. Yeah. That's where you get off at a certain place oh man now they still made it in time for the game yeah but that's where a nice little oh we're only 15 minutes away and then you're in traffic for two hours now how are chicago drivers are, would they be patient with two 17 year olds no no especially they see a different <laughs> license plate especially from nebraska no way no way heather are you just picturing that yep <laughs> yeah me too what uh, what food did he have? Do you I know? I have n- I haven't talked to him yet, so I'll talk to him to uh, probably when he gets home today sometime and say, hey, what, what'd you do? I, I, when I when he texts me the picture of his uh, of his seats, he just said, hey, I'm really having a lot of fun, and I thought that's that good. Was, yeah, that was cool. It was a good good atmosphere. Last there was night. nobody there last night. What are you talking about? The picture he the, sent me show and that was the replay that I saw the. The, the bleachers were packed. The, I mean, it looked like a good crowd last night. It looked like a good crowd by G-Spot standards. Yeah, I, Listen, they average about 
I mean, they're averaging about twenty-two to thirty thousand. Are they a late-arriving crowd? Absolutely. Do you see the traffic that they got to go through to get there? Well, not a lot of people can find the G spot, Travis. And uh, people work. People work. They get off at six. You know, it takes a little bit to get down there. Okay, I get that. I'm just saying, Heather, during the break, show them the picture I sent you because that shows you the game already started and like nobody there. Listen, this team's in a rebuild, and attendance is up 20%. I'm just going to tweet it out. He can see it there. Yeah, okay. Because my son gets mad when I share anything of his on social media. Just say, seats at the G-spot last night. I'm, that's what I'm doing. All right. Did he say the G-spot? I don't know. Oh, I, I thought he texted our seats at no. the G-spot. <laughs> I'm hoping he likes Chicago because, you know, he hasn't decided on a college yet. And I said, "Hey, you know, Chicago. You go to Illinois, go to Loyola, and you could." What about get... DePaul? Um, you know, I've never been on the DePaul bandwagon. I never thought okay. about it. There's also UIC. Yeah, no, I'm not into UIC. It'd either be it have to be DePaul or Loyola. Okay. Northwestern an option? Um, I don't know if Northwestern gives us good scholarship. Okay. See, if he goes from a Jesuit high school to a Jesuit college. I have a lot more bargaining power. Yeah. That's why he's kind of looking at Marquette. It's the only Catholic school on his list right now, which I'm trying to say, hey, dude, you're going to a Catholic high school. Help yourself out. Go to a Catholic college. It's a nice school in South Bend. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's getting into Notre Dame. <laughs> Just saying, I don't think he's getting into Notre Dame. Though, if I was him... If I had to do life all over again, I don't regret too many things. I would have liked to apply to Yale, Harvard, all the Ivy League schools. Just to do it. Just to get all the rejection letters. Yeah. Knowing just, that I wasn't going to get in, but just to get the letters that said, sorry, you're not Sorry, Mr. Accepted. Justice. Yes. Uh, from the Royal Mile inbox, Brant says, so the big O found the G spot last night? <laughs> you think those two 17-year-old boys were just... Swagging it yesterday, thinking they're going to get some Chicago stuff. Some strange? Yeah. No, not unless they got a beer in their hand. Saying that the young kids on the south side don't hang out at the G spot? No. It's the, it, no. It's too bad. You can meet, like, the family from Shameless. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great picture of the south side right it, there. It is. <laughs> Two eight four five nine six six. Interact with us on Twitter at KX in the Morning Rush. When we come back, Heather's going to start her top five. She's got some good ones. She might even put us to the test. So morning gonna Rush. There's going to be a test. On 1460 KXNO. Sean, did you see the G-spot attendance? Yeah, it's normal for, uh, for a Tuesday night. It's about right. Lots of people packed. dressed as empty seats. Bleachers packed. Mm-hmm. Here's the good news, Travis. It looked uh, not a lot of people in front of Owen. Yeah. So his view wasn't obstructed by some tall guy sitting in front of him. So cool seats, though. Glad he got to experience the G-spot. I, I'm just glad he got to experience Chicago. Is he? Was that his first trip to Chicago? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's cool to drive in, no you matter know, what angle you're coming from. You know, his mom and I were talking last night. Did I really just talk about the angle that you approached yes. the G-spot? <laughs> <laughs> you did. 
And, uh, you know, I, we think it's cool that, A, they wanted to do it, you know, because his the, the buddy that he went with, his, his mom originally said no, and then he's, like, laid out his case for it, and she called Anjanette, and she's like, you know, be happy that, you know, you, your kids want to do this. You know, there, there's so many people who, they have friends that are their age who are scared to drive that don't even have their permits or don't want to drive, they don't have the driver's license yet because they're scared. And I'm like, just be happy that, A, our kids like to drive, want to take the challenge of driving in a really big city, and feel comfortable enough in their ability to do so. My only problem with him going was him just saying, Dad, I'm going to Chicago. I'll see you later. No, you have to still ask. And give me, you know, lay out a plan, especially when you don't have any money. But, no, I think they had a good time, which is good. All right, let's start the top Number five. Number one. I'm going to call an audible because we're going to wait to talk to this catfish, talk about this catfish guy from game one of the Stanley Cup final when 5-0 was in here. Because I got some questions about the charges that this guy is facing. In- they're charging him for throwing a catfish on the ice? They're charging him with disorderly conduct, possessing an instrument of crime, and disrupting oh, a meeting. come on. So we're going to wait for that one and, and talk to Five O about this because I don't know how a dead, mangled, dismembered catfish is an instrument of a crime. But anyway, so instead we're going to start with the fact that Albert Pujols hit home run number 599 last night, Travis. Remember, it was it just last week we were saying, you know, Albert Pujols is still playing baseball. I know. Not only is he still playing baseball, he is about to hit 600 and it's like because it's happening on the West Coast with, with the Angels, it, it doesn't count. It, why well, isn't anybody, or maybe it's just we in the Midwest are not following this home run chase. How many home runs did Albert Pujols have when he left the St. Louis Cardinals? Anybody remember? I mean, he doesn't have 150 home runs with the Angels, does he? No. Um, I would say he probably, he left St. Louis easily over 400. That's what I was thinking. So I don't think he's had the the 200-plus home runs with the Angels. I mean, he's just the ninth member of the 600 club. But I would say his production hasn't been as good since he's gone to L.A. Now, somebody could come back and argue me with, with numbers, but I'm just saying the perception is, and, and when you're on the same team as Mike Trout, uh, who's the better player of those two? Of course, Mike Trout. Yeah. He hasn't hit 300 since 2010. And he has four years left on his contract after this like year. Like the longest contract ever. That was a 10-year contract when he signed it. What if you have any re- regrets about leaving St. Louis? Not when his I paycheck not, comes in. Exactly. It's a very good point. <laughs> he might during the week, but come that paycheck. <laughs> and it still cashes. <laughs> you know, if I, if I made that much money, I'd want, the, I'd want a check every, every week. Don't do the automatic withdrawal. I want to check to see what it looks like every single week. But then the pay stub would make me mad when I saw how much taxes they took. Out. <laughs> I don't know how we got to this from Albert Pujols joining the six hundred club. Se- he's making serious about, yeah, cash. He's making serious cash for just well for because he's going to be part of the six hundred club. It sounds like something exclusive and dirty. Why? Aren't we following this more? Like I said, is this just like a Because it all happens thing? at eleven thirty at night, our time, and we're all in bed sleeping. I think that I think that does play a part in it. Yeah, but has ESPN been all over? It? No. I mean, ESPN this morning on Sports Center led with the with Chris Sale, 
They led with the White Sox-Red Sox last night. Because it's the Red Sox connection. You're saying it's the East Coast bias. Yes. But it was the L.A. Sports Center. I don't know that it matters. I think they still make a lot of hires from the East Coast. You know what I mean? People work, I mean, work at ESPN that are from Boston, went to Syracuse. They may be transplanted into L.A., but it is... There's a lot of East Coast bias going on there. So they just led with Chris Sale getting shelled and then the Red Sox still winning the game. Instead of Albert Pujols hitting home run 599. Number two. Second in the top five, Bryce Harper was suspended for four games and Hunter Strickland six for their brawl over the weekend. What do you think about the about the punishment? Um, I understand why baseball does it. I'm still glad they fought. I, I think it got people talking about baseball again. I think it got people talking about just the, in general. They, they they were online looking at the fight. You know what I love is when they met out these punishments, it's not like it starts right away. They both are going to appeal their suspensions, which meant they played last night, although some could argue that Bryce Harper did, in fact, start his suspension already because he went 0 for 5 <laughs> with three strikeouts and left eight men on base. Eight! It's a rough day at the dish. The most in his in a game in his career. And he was booed loudly every time he came up to pl- to bat. You know how much ESPN knows everybody likes to watch the fight? When I watched it online, they used every camera angle. They did the center field. They dude, did the dude, first base. Well, obviously, you've got to get multiple angles. <laughs> yeah, because they you're... played it out in its entirety from each angle. I'm like, that's that's how much they know people are going to watch this. I guarantee they have people who do analytics on their website going, watch, Albert Pujols just hit 599. Oh, four see, clicks. And there's, there's, there's a fight. Look at this. We're up to three million clicks. There's so much that went into that fight, though. I mean, you have, obviously, Harper and Strickland going at it. You have... The infield stayed back. Posey stayed back. Then you have Samarja and Michael Morris. Posey had a concussion. He wasn't going to get in. But, right, but, right? They, but like you had, there's so there's like, and then you have Samarja getting given Michael Morris a concussion because he ran into him. And there's so many different factors that went into this fight. It wasn't just two guys coming to blows. And then okay, were, we're done. They were carrying Strickland, trying to do a yeah, double and then leg. He's fighting his own teammates <laughs> to get out. Like that's all. Like that was. That's why you need multiple angles. Yes. And especially once you start reading about, like, who's looking at at Smarja during the whole thing until you find out that he ran into somebody and gave him a concussion. Then you got to go back and watch the angle that shows that best. Well, and if if he wouldn't have ran into the guy, Harper would have got drilled, right? Wasn't he coming after Smarja? Wasn't Smarja coming after Harper? Yeah. And And Michael Hammond, they collided. I mean, he was coming coming to spear him. He was coming at 100 miles an hour. He was full full steam ahead. Smarja's a big dude. People love fights. Well, he used to be play football. Yeah. And and you'll have the PC here say, that's just not right. It may not be. How are we supposed to let my kids go to watch a baseball game and they're but but people love it. I have to ask though, they're like for instance in the NBA, they have really cracked down on fighting. You don't you just don't see it. Why is it that And that's why it's the softest league? Even more than so- soccer. Really, Sean? Do you really want brawls to break out when you have fans sitting no. alongside the court? I'm I was... more calling it soft, softest league because of all the fouls. But <laughs> but I honestly feel like it's the fans' yeah. proximity to the court and everything. That's why they don't fight in the I mean, NBA. Go, go back to the Pistons and the Bulls. What did they call that? 
God, that fight was called something. I mean, Lambeer was just a... Yeah, I, you, but that I think it was after that that they started cracking down on fighting. But why is it that almost every other sport, they allow it to happen? Football, they stop it. And kind of. Well, and a lot of times, football polices itself. How much damage can you do to a guy when everybody's wearing helmets? Well, and, and people still don't figure that out because they still throw punches and they got a helmet on. Yeah, that's going to hurt the hand. That's going to hurt a little bit. Jeff says attendance at the G-spot is up 20%. Yeah, they, Sean I, just said yeah, that. Yeah, I said that. Really? I swear. Attend, they, did a, they did a stat this year. So far, right now, attendance is up 20% from last year. They're selling hope. There's a lot of ho- there's a lot of hope happening. So <laughs> they sell gotta... you. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. I was I was gonna look at something. I want to know what they called that fight between the Pistons and the. Is that the? Who are the Pistons so, playing? So what sounds better? Just to, just to say, let's say last year when they were really bad, they averaged. 25,000 fans a game. Is that is that is that a conservative estimate or, or a good estimate? It's a, probably a good estimate. Okay. What sounds better? Hey, they're up 20% in attendance. Malice in the Palace is or, what they called it. Or they're they're averaging 5,000 more a game. I'll take 5,000 more a game. <laughs> so you think 5,000 sounds better than 20 For a team that's supposed to win 65 to maybe 70 games and attendance is up, I'm saying. I'm saying. I, I think that's good for them. People are bu- people bought into the rebuild. They're buying in. It's the morning. Welcome back to the morning rush. Yes, in studio guest in the seven o'clock hour. Kyle Peterson from ESPN scheduled to join us at seven thirty. Talk the NCAA baseball tournament. He also runs the website d1baseball.com. And if you go there right now, has a great breakdown on the Houston Regional, which I was in. Might be the most difficult field in the of all the regionals when you have Houston, Baylor, A&M, and Iowa. So uh, we'll be talking college baseball in hour number two. All right, we're going to continue the top five right now. Number three. Travis, with a, a job that you don't often think about. Um, think of, Have you ever been to a NASCAR race? Uh, uh, you know, besides the ones at Iowa Speedway, no. I well, think about think about uh, you go to the Coke Six Hundred this weekend in Charlotte. Okay. Um, think about the the aftermath that's left behind, the mountains of trash, and the weird things that they must find, especially in the infield at a NASCAR race. I mean, we've heard that the infield at the Kentucky Derby is sometimes crazy. Well, they did a story. WBTV went out to to cover the cleanup in the aftermath of the Coke 600. It's like this every year after the big race at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's a big mess around here. Oh, you expect people to leave cans and normal garbage, but carpets, tarps, living room furniture, a perfectly good ice chest here, but empty. And what's this? There's a swimming pool in between two porta johns. Let's not speculate about that. 
You name it, we found it. It's out there. But just when you thought you'd seen everything that people could drive off without, well, here's Jody Nash. And they left me too. That's right. When she woke up, her friends were gone. Hey, Mom, I'm okay. I'm still here in turn two. And hoping those friends remember. Y'all can get me. She did find a tent someone left behind, so at least she's got a place to stay tonight if need be, she said. Meanwhile, the Can you believe that, Travis? What, how, how cheesy the television reporter is? Of course you're hung up on that. I'm talking about the fact that the lady got left There's behind the at the NASCAR the race. And she looks exactly like she you got expect a bump her to in look. Hand, good yeah. How drunk do you think she was? If they left her, she passed out. Absolutely she did. I mean, she's acting like that tent was just something that she found. No, I'm sure that was probably where you were sleeping when they found you. Yeah, it would be like, where is she at? I don't know. I don't got time to look for. I mean, that is pretty bad when you get left behind by your own friends. Now, Jody did end up finding a ride home shortly after the the TV reporter found her. (laughs) Still in lane two. Turn two. Turn two. Yes. Lane two, my bad. Hey, everybody. Do we have everything? Do we have our cooler? Uh, what, 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 what no, they else? left the ice. Perfectly good ice chest. Of course, <laughs> nothing in it. I can't even imagine, though, the checklist to pack up your redneck, you know, weekend at the NASCAR race, and then you forget to Jody. How many people say, well, we don't want this couch anymore. Put it in the RV. We're going to the Coca-Cola 600. We'll leave it in the infield. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post this story on our website because if you can get past the cheesy reporter... I'm going to write like a cheesy television reporter. Just the the visual of all this crap left behind. Obviously, there's porta potties scattered about everywhere. News for people who want to be Steve Hartman. There's only one Steve Hartman. <laughs> oh, we got an hour in the books. We'll finish up Heather's top five. Some in studio guests. Talk some college baseball in hour number two. From the WCI Pools and Spas Studio, this is 1460 KXNO Des Moines, an iHeartRadio station at KXNO.com.